Hi, this is Katie Ellis. Welcome to the Evolving with Ellis podcast, a space of exploration on how to embrace your beauty, feel more than enough, and express yourself freely with bold authenticity, evolving beyond the limits of beauty perfectionism and embodying your true essence within soul connection. Welcome back. So I'm sure that you've all seen on TikTok this whole lucky girl syndrome and delusional thinking. So I wanted to speak to that today. Excuse any noises in the background. I'm recording at a busy time of the day, so you may hear some ruckus. But before we get into it, I just wanted to say that I have this titled as attracting like a goddess, but in more detail, I'm speaking to being in your fullness, feeling full, worthy, good enough, and embracing all parts of yourself, all of your desires, and weaving that truth into your reality despite anything else. This is pure goddess energy to me. It's bold and authentic, graceful and radiant, like boom, I am type of energy. It's declaring your birthrights even if your human mind has not met you there yet. So what is lucky girl syndrome? (laughs) Well, it can be defined as a state of being in which everything happens to work out for you. It's someone who believes in the value of positive thinking, and it's a mindset that can increase positive outcomes. What we assume to be true becomes reality. It's like the preset lens that will dictate our perspective and how we see it, how we experience it. It's kind of like a fusion of law of attraction and the law of assumption mixed together. You'll also hear people referring to it as delusional thinking because despite any evidence of your reality, you have contrary beliefs when you are in lucky girl syndrome or when you have lucky girl syndrome. So say that you felt at something multiple times and your circumstances may show that you are bad at it, you believe otherwise. You believe, I am good at this, I can do this. Disclaimer, none of this is to say cling to toxic positivity and don't pay attention to things that need to be tended to. I'm a strong believer in embracing polarity and holding space for the dense emotions. This is just speaking towards the topic and how to use it in a way to benefit you along with doing the shadow work and space holding for the full range of your emotions. So you can do this even in down times. This doesn't mean that you have to be positive and happy 24-7. And I'm living proof of this because I was feeling amazing last week. Like when I say amazing, I mean, oh, I was I was juicy and thriving. Like <laughs> I was so happy. And then this week, I was just like, boop, just down. <laughs> and I had to continue my lucky girl syndrome even in more of that density, and it's helped uphold me. So I'm going to speak to that a little bit in this episode. Today, I'm just going to ramble and popcorn some things off about what lucky girl syndrome is, what delusional thinking is, and then more towards the end, that's where all the real tips will come in. But I'll probably be trickling some tips in, and you'll probably get some insights and inspiration throughout me explaining all of this stuff as well. So, hmm... Where to start? <laughs> lucky girl syndrome is really about seeing things from a bigger picture and focusing on what will help you build your energy, paying attention to the small things. It's 
like a loving mother who encourages you and she guides you, supports you, helps you trust yourself. You'll notice that when you start getting into this energetic field, it feels so loving and nurturing. It doesn't feel like this whole trendy type of woo-woo thing. But many people deem it as delusional because it can be so far-fetched from their current reality and bubble that they're living in. But everything in life is an illusion to our senses. It's a sensual perception and we have the ability to tap into our senses, sensations, feelings, experiences, and we get to choose how we relate to our experiences. In this way, you're co-creating with the universe and opening to it through the senses. You're open to the experience and unfolding of life. You're kind of unbothered (laughs) and... When things don't go as you desire, you handle it in a way that brings you into alignment. You don't feed into that with negative reaction, like things that don't go your way. You don't give it all this negative energy back. You allow the feelings to pass through. You comfort and reassure yourself and focus on the direction in which you'd like to go. Just like when you're driving through an area that you don't like, you don't get stuck in that area and keep on thinking about it. You focus on the area that you are driving towards. It's all about what you make things mean to you. Owning your current experience and owning your life force energy and doing what it takes to build your energy because doing the opposite would be pulling you out of your harmony. Why are you going to have thoughts that don't support you? And I mean, that's natural for that to happen. It's natural to have self-doubt and critical thinking and negative limiting beliefs pop up but that's when you go back to regulating and observing like okay I understand I'm feeling this way but I choose to think a different way this is all about coming into sovereignty and being in your power authority grounding into your body flowing in your goddess energy knowing your worth And if you aren't there yet, and if you feel disconnected, like, well, I don't feel worthy and I don't really believe all of these things, that's okay. It's practice and you play with tapping into that feeling. You play around with feeling that on the daily. Work with what's available for you at the time. Work on your trauma, conditioning, talk to the part of your brain that's believing negatively Because you have so many parts to yourself and this is just one side identifying in a way that's no longer serving you. And you can coach her, teach that ego mind like, hey, I know you're feeling this way, but it's actually not your truth. Let me show you the way. It opens you up to all the possibilities connecting you to the universe and source. And furthermore, I think it's a version of your fullest self. The reason why people deem it as delusional is because in this world of shoulds and shouldn'ts and can'ts and cans, people telling you what's okay and what's not okay, in this world of limits basically, believing in yourself is delusional. Showing yourself you can, coming into connection with your soul and helping yourself see this is my potential, these are the possibilities for me to express in this physical world. That can be crazy and wild to some people. That can be like, you know, so many of us have been conditioned to believe that there's a set way of life and whatever life you've kind of been plopped into, whatever your kind of 
situation has been is what is meant to be. And that's not the case. When you're delusional, it connects you to the universal spiral of all that is. And stay with me because I'm going to get a little bit metaphysical here. Um, But it connects you to that spiral of all that is. And I'm doing like the spiraling motion. You know, the goddess symbol where she has the body and then the spiral coming from her womb. It's that vibe, that energy. And being delusional helps you embody that. That energy is kind of captivating and alluring. It's... I don't have words for it. (laughs) It's basically like a bridge to build all of these good neuropathways and a bridge from spirit to matter when you're being delusional. When you're having this lucky girl syndrome, it helps you to create a new framed mindset. It helps you to fully develop into a more aligned version of yourself, a physical version of source that is pure and unlimited. When you don't feed into anything but your truth, when you create boundaries to say no to anything that doesn't align with your truth and focus on doing what feels good, then you can expand into believing better about yourself. It feels like it's fake, like it's an illusion and like you're being delusional because you're going against the grain of what you've always believed about yourself, what your life experience has told you that you will be. But you're saying, no, I'm taking control and I'm going to choose. People have it programmed that the mundane can't be magical and beautiful, but it can. For some people, they think that waking up and seeing the beautiful day, embracing that beauty and proclaiming, I am divine. They they think that's it's corny and unrealistic. Like it's you just living in a fairy tale. But this world can be whatever you want it to be. Why do we put limits on it? Who said that the tree outside is not beautiful? You know, who who said that it, it if looking at a tree outside and thinking that it's beautiful, that you're living in a fairy tale and being a magical, out-of-this-world human being? We've been programmed to see this world so disconnected from our senses, so closed off. And if you feel that way, what makes you think that it's not safe or okay to fall into that, to to fall into that way of being, to where you do see the world as a beautiful place and it is just ah, like (laughs) limitless possibilities? Why do we put limits on it? Maybe it's time to move from that fight or flight mechanism and begin to make the world a safe place for you to be all of you. Maybe... Life doesn't have to be so harsh and you can relate to it differently. This is what lucky girl syndrome and being delusional helps you do. We tend to perceive the world very linearly, very one-dimensional. And the universe is not. It's very multidimensional. Multiple different realities, so expansive. The void, light, darkness, all that is, it's truth. And we are physical manifestations of that. And though in this world, yes, we do have certain limits because earth is more dense. This experience of polarity helps us learn more about ourselves, and it opens us up. And so if we open up ourself, our senses to see and perceive things differently, then we get to learn more of ourself, more of our potential. 
adopting with this way of thinking helps connect you into this truth. And one thing I love about it is that you are being a sacred rebel, an activist for yourself. You are rebelling against beliefs that go against truth and you're standing for what is, what's meant to be. You're rebelling against the actual falsehoods of this illusion, which is anything that tells you that you can't be what you desire. And you're being an activist, striking against it with your little sign up saying, no, these are my birthrights, you know? And that can be different for everybody else. Like, we all perceive the world very subjectively, completely different from someone else, or it can even be totally the same. But an example, one person can look up at the sunny sky and think that it's too bright and they don't like it. And then another person can look up and say, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. What a beautiful day. This is just to say that there's multiple different realities to be experienced. So it's not that far-fetched to see things in a different way because while you may be thinking these negative thoughts about yourself, someone else is thinking positive thoughts about themselves that you wish to believe for your own self or other people could even be looking at you and be thinking positive things about you while you're thinking negative things about yourself. Point is that everyone perceives everything differently and with that, that means that there's multiple different ways to believe, multiple different realities to embody. The world we experience is contrasted with this and that. It's both, it's everything. Whatever you experience in the physicality is real. Yes, totally real. Pinch yourself. (laughs) But the possibilities are open for something else to be real for you as well. Stepping outside of what you've always learned and known and coming into more of you. Being able to experience beauty through your senses when you once have not been able to. And beauty as in what's pleasing to your senses. That's subjective as well. If the world isn't aligned and pleasing to you, if you're not perceiving beauty in the world, then that's when you know that you're most likely not in your truth and being delusional can actually help you expand beyond. You did not come here on this planet to not like yourself, not like your experience, not feel connected to it and in a flow with it. No. So if being delusional is breaking free from the actual illusion oh well this is my life and it's just it is what it is I can't do anything about it look at me look how I look look at my life my world my job it's nothing that I like but this is what I was born into and and I have to have that that's the real illusion and breaking past that is not really being delusional but if we want to coin it with that term then okay I'm delusional as Fuck. Like, I will fight against that as much as I can. Call me a crazy person, lock me up if that's what is considered to be delusional. It's going against what's not your truth and being in your truth. Some ways to catch this lucky girl syndrome, to be a lucky girl, be delusional. I'm just going to start popping these off. Number one. Stop giving your power away and seeking to the external world to define yourself and your worth. You dictate your experience. Take your energy and focus it in the areas that you desire. 
rather than letting your desires be governed by the external resources. Source from within. If you desire to look more beautiful, but you feel super ugly and have limiting beliefs that say, oh, you're not good enough, take a deep breath, state your desire, I want to look beautiful, and breathe out, begin to do those things to look and feel more beautiful. Put yourself in situations to look and feel beautiful. You just need to do more of what lights you up. Number two affirmations. I'm sure you know this, but I had to say it because it's so powerful, I promise. Like, I always return to affirmations, especially if you truly believe in them. You are literally rewiring your brain and soaking up new beliefs when you do this, which that's a game changer for your whole entire life. I actually have some affirmations on YouTube at Evolving with Ellis, and I'll also link that in the description. I think you will really like them. And while we're on the topic, I have a class called Mirror Tapping, which is a super powerful 90-minute class of mine where we're one-on-one and we're exploring the limiting beliefs of yours and we shift them with positive directive thinking. So we're clearing our system and infusing it with new. It's practical, magical, and I think you'll totally love it. I have it at a special rate of $55 and it really intertwines with this whole lucky girl syndrome and being delusional, but it's... A transformational practice. So join me in that. I'll also link that in the description. Anyways, back to the tips. So um, number three, pay attention to the small things. There's so many things in life that you have to be appreciative for. Think about how the earth nurtures and provides for you, how you get lucky and manifest things without even trying, how even if things don't go your way, they still end up working out. The universe is always working for you and with you. So notice it. Number four, find the beauty in the hiccups. That doesn't mean that you can't feel sad about things not going your way. I mean, definitely honor the energy that's motioning through you. Let those emotions come up and have their place. Comfort them, give them love. And then like a child, show them an alternative way of handling it. Show them, hey, we can view it in this way instead. How about we do this? Number five, trust that it's all happening for a reason. Trust that it's all flowing divinely. Trust that it's all meant to be. Even if it's going to require you to put in a lot of energy and effort to grow, trust that that is part of your journey and evolution. Maybe you need to be able to put in that work and work through that contrast and polarity of adversity in order to grow into the human being that you're meant to be. It's going to take some friction and pressure for that diamond to develop. So I guess those were all kind of like the same type of vibe, those last three tips, but I separated them, I guess. So (laughs) just kind of to build on that too, Show up for yourself when you're having a difficult time and notice all of those beautiful threads of yourself that are present and persevering. Honor that. See that beauty of her and where she's currently at and where she's working to move towards. There's such reverence to be had in that. It's a whole powerful process. Number five, play around with life a little. Give yourself freedom to try out things See what you like, see what you don't like, 
allow yourself to get comfortable with being vulnerable instead of trying to be perfect with everything and just circling in this safe zone. Go beyond those limits and expand into seeing that you can believe differently and there are other options and ways of being. Your ego is going to want to coddle you and be like, no, 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 no. It's a little bit shocking for me. This is too much for me. This doesn't feel good. It will try to self-sabotage because it just doesn't think that it's safe because it's not what it's accustomed to. But you are showing it that it can be safe and it is okay and that you can hold this new big version of you. And another thing about being delusional, which this is me moving on to, I think, what, number six? (laughs) Our emotions can come and go. They change and flow. So you can literally elicit an emotion in the moment. For example, I can be having a fabulous day and then I can give a sad face expression on my face and begin to feel into that emotion of sadness. That body language can put me into that energy. Same goes for eliciting an emotion that makes you feel good. Moving your body and giving an expression that feels good can make you feel more in the flow and embrace a lighter emotion. And in that energetic field, any thoughts that don't align will dissipate. The more that you do this, the more that you can identify with this energy and embrace it. You can begin to absorb it into the new perspective of yourself. So if I'm having a bad day and I begin to move my body in a sensual way, feel into that energy, allow myself to embrace that lighter feeling and tell myself I am sexy, the belief is a little bit easier for me to receive when I'm in that lighter state. And soon enough, the more that I do this, the more ingrained it becomes. The next time that you feel bad, just know that you can shift it back into that state. Know that you don't have to identify with the feeling. You can understand that the energy is constantly moving, spiraling in and out. You're constantly evolving, flowing through phases, going through deaths and rebirths. So you don't have to cling or stick to it. You can create new in every breathing moment. You can state your I am at any time. Even though your reality in the current situation isn't what you exactly want, you can still shift it by choosing a different way to relate to the experience. And it may take time for it to tangibly appear, but on a frequency level, what you desire is already yours. It's already there. It's just that The expanded dimensions of us don't run on an earthly timeline. And here on earth, like I said earlier, it's a little bit denser. So those energies take time to form into being. Embodying a different energetic level may seem false, but the more that you begin to perceive and sense your experience in a different way, it will begin to reflect outward. Things begin to crumble down and new begins to build up. And also, it's different for everybody. Depending on where you are at spiritually, some people can manifest things so quickly they can shift those energetic fields super, super quick. They can move through those timelines super quickly. But it's okay wherever you're at. 
because it's all part of your journey. It's all part of your experience and it's necessary. So be where you're at, work through it, flow with it. Number seven, be silly. Like when you're having self-conscious, inner critic, doubtful thoughts, be silly with it. Joke with it. One thing I've noticed is that spirit has a huge sense of humor. It's just like a why so serious vibe. So channel that energy and just be like, okay, I see you, little negative thought, blah, 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 blah. Like, do something silly. (laughs) Kids, if you think about them, they sometimes take things so seriously because at those ages, they internalize a lot of things. And so, for example, if a baby spills a glass of milk, they may get really upset, but then as soon as you show them that it's okay and maybe even do something to bring up some laughter, they're laughing and they're feeling better. They're not sad anymore. So really just show yourself that you don't have to let these things mean something about you. They can just be passing thoughts. Embrace more of a lighter, silly version. Joke around. Be your silly self. Be more of your childlike self. And just notice how much lighter you feel. And with this lightness, you are able to see things in a more positive way. I was going to say whimsical. It's more magical. When you're feeling happy on a positive day, you're literally so perky and in a prepped up mood. It's so easy to see your blessings and look at your neighbor and say, hello, hope you're having a wonderful day or have a great day. You know, you're just chipper as fuck. (laughs) So I really think that with that energy, it helps for that lucky girl syndrome, that delusional thinking mindset to better be embodied. And you are going to have a side to you that tries to prove to you that you just can't. You can't do it. You can't reach your desires. And that is all due to your conditioning. So number eight, defy your inner critic. It will do anything to self-sabotage and keep you in a zone that it deems as safe. But that does not mean that it's your truth. Put it in the back seat and say, thank you for caring, but I'm going to choose what I'm desiring and feeling called to do. Number nine, legally blonde energy. Straight up, when obstacles come up, she shifts her energy so quickly and she tries in her own way because she genuinely wants to do it and goes towards her goals because she believes that she can do it. And also, have compassion for yourself and others, but don't take it personally. There are some scenes where she does get her feelings hurt a little bit and she may internalize a little bit. But for the most part, she doesn't take it personally and she has an alternative way of thinking. And she kind of puts it like, oh, okay, you know, walking away like, okay, I'm going to go do my own thing now or my, I'm going to go show you that I can do this. She separates herself from that negative energy and focuses on what she's wanting to do. And even in that time period where she was really, really upset, I think it was when her boyfriend broke up with her. You know, she was crying with the chocolates and stuff. She had that moment, but then she was like, I'm going to do this, you know, and she worked towards what she was wanting to do. And in the end, it all ended up working out for her. So that type of energy is just so revitalizing, refreshing, and exciting. Like, I love it. (laughs) Lastly, number 10, an embodiment practice to kind of fuse all of this together and really 
physically bring this down into being. In your day-to-day life, get in the motion of that goddess spiral. Move your hips. Feel the wind. Breathe in the air. Feel the sun on your skin. Get in motion with that natural energy of alignment. You'll notice that when you begin to walk and flow this way, you feel very in alignment. And I call that like moving with the goddess spiral because how a goddess is, you know, she's open to receiving. She's like real abundant in herself and she's just not afraid to fully be in herself and move with her body. She's so grounded in her body and fluid with it. Being open like that helps you to receive more and it's almost like that body language translate. It's like a mind-body connection that helps you overall feel connected and more vibrant and beautiful in yourself. Usually we walk very straight and rigid and when you begin to flow with your body and open up to receiving all parts of the world, you expand yourself a little bit and you make space for more aligned beliefs. I think that's all that I feel called to share today. So go look in the mirror. I don't care what you think about yourself and flip your hair and tell yourself I'm beautiful (laughs) and then begin to practice feeling it. Let me know how this lucky girl syndrome and being delusional is working out for you. How do you relate to it? Where are you at with it? You can message me on Instagram at Evolving with Ellis. I would love to hear from you. Let me know if you've practiced these tips or how this podcast episode spoke to you. Please give me a review and rate the podcast. That would help me also very much to evolve with you. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Mwah.